Good morning. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. One of my favorite Gary Larson Farside cartoons shows a nerdy looking boy trying to enter the Midvale School for the Gifted. He's carrying a book under one arm and he's leaning against the door with all his weight trying to push it open. On the door in great big letters is a sign that reads, pull. <laughs> when you see storm clouds gathering, you have a pretty good idea that rain is coming. Or in Southern California, maybe uh, a little different. Southern California, Jesus might say, when you see the sun shining and the temperature going up, you have a pretty good idea that shorts and flip-flops are on their way. And he might continue, you can read the signs of weather coming, but why can't you interpret what it means that I am here with you? The disciples, like us, weren't too good at understanding signs either. They were sitting in front of a beautiful temple, admiring the stones and jewels, knowing for sure that that magnificent building was their direct connection to God. But Jesus, unimpressed, says, all this is going to be nothing more than a pile of rubble. Teacher, how can this be? What will be the sign that it is about to happen? Well, if the disciples expected a mysterious signal from heaven foretelling the doom of the temple, Jesus made it much easier. When you hear about war, and when there's lots of soldiers with big weapons surrounding the building, that's a sign it's about to be destroyed. And sure enough, that happened around 70 AD. When Jesus came to earth, he arrived formed in flesh in a quiet manger. But he tells us that his return will be obvious to everyone with signs in the sun and the moon, the roar of the sea, the power of the heavens, and the Son of Man coming in a cloud. The sign that Jesus gives will be read by all. On long car trips, what is that little kid in the back seat famous for saying? Jesus says when we arrive, when we get to that time, it will be clear because the kingdom of God has already broken in among us. The train has left the station. God's future has entered into our lives, but right now we can stop looking for the signs because we are the signs. You and me. If we are living the heavenly life here on earth, then we are the signs that point to God's truth and Jesus' love for all people. You know when you go to Baskin Robbins, those little pink taster spoons? We are the sample taste of something wonderful to come. We're supposed to be the appetizer that makes people hunger for the feast. Our words and actions matter every single day. And yes, I know that is a tall order. 
In comic strips, there's that ubiquitous guy on the corner with the sign that reads, the end is near. We are not that guy. We are not here to hold a sign, but to be a sign of life in Christ that says, not the end is near, but the beginning is here. Jesus tells us in the Gospels that there will be kings and governors who proclaim that they can make everything great again. But then, as we often see after four or eight years of promises, they succeed in some and fail in many. When we look to earthly shrines for a place of hope or refuge, we find disappointment and repeated failure. So Jesus tells us to look past our failing earthly temples, look beyond the promises of government, no matter who is president, and seek the God who loves you. When temples fall, look up and find redemption in the life of Jesus, who would be destroyed and in three days raised up. Jesus is the true temple where you and I find safety, strength, wisdom, guidance, and salvation from all that this world would falsely promise us. The earthly temples of our lives must fall away so that we can find our way to Jesus and his eternal love for us. As a hospital chaplain, I frequently get calls from staff or requests from families saying, we need a priest right now. I first ask, does the family have a priest that I can call? And the most frequent answer I hear is no. So I fill the role of family priest for them that is often among their moments of deepest grief. And I often wonder to myself, why now? Why is it so important now when it hasn't been for the last 50 years? Perhaps it's because when we look toward the end, it is the love and grace of God that comes sharply into view as the most prized gift we can receive. The scriptures that we read at the end of the church year focus on endings. The end of time, the consummation of creation, and the return of Jesus Christ. In the gospel today, Jesus predicts the tumbling down of the temple in Jerusalem and the end of traditional power structures of his time. Nothing held as much hope, history, and reverence for God's chosen people as did that splendid temple in Jerusalem. Society and culture unravel, famine and persecution spread, and families enter into strife. Everything we take comfort in comes to an end, and most every era in history is filled with people who tell us that time is now. 
Now, Jesus is always looking to relate to us in ways that we can understand. And he knows that all of us have moments when we hurt so deeply that we are sure our life is coming to an end. Perhaps your family is in distress. Maybe a diagnosis has left you devastated. Perhaps last year, this very church disappointed you more deeply than you ever knew possible. So how do we get through it? We reach for the grace of God that knows no bounds and provides our every need. We don't hide in a bunker and wait for the end. We become stronger and reach toward others who are in the pain that we have also known. Because God has made us the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. We are the ministers that bring the gospel to those in need, and we are the ones that God has anointed to bring comfort to those who hurt. This church is here to support you in learning and to help you grow in faith and to help you serve others who need your gifts. Don't wait 50 years to live in God's grace. That's what now is for. That's how we celebrate and live out our faith as God's people at St. Wilfrid's. And what an incredible privilege it is to serve as one of your pastors and get to do that with you. Amen.